0: about four minutes before the, uh, or about six minutes, rather, before the top of the hour. And uh, we got a lot of chores to do this morning. Bob Boswell with you. Scott's taking uh, a long weekend, taking a vacation day today. Bought himself a new pup tent, and he said uh, he and the wife are going camping. So I don't know, I don't know where he's going camping, but uh, God love her for sleeping in a tent with him. But uh, they're going to be camping this weekend, so I'm sure we'll have stories when he gets back. Well, today might be the end of it. 80 degrees, question mark, but that's the forecast. Partly sunny, high right around 80. The record high is 81, so I'm sure some folks will probably break that record. But then later on tonight, a cool front will come through. And tomorrow will be another sunny day, but a high only in the upper 60s and then lower 70s on Sunday, some rain on Monday. But, boy, I'll tell you, get out and enjoy it today. Partly sunny a high about 80 degrees. Lots to talk about this morning. But a busy day, busy morning, really. Went up to Cornell yesterday. Chippewa Valley Electric and Citizens Connected welcomed in Bill Northey, Under Secretary of Agriculture from the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington. Bill Northey, a farmer himself out in Iowa, but he was there to present a three million dollar grant to those two organizations which have formed Entera to wire that particular part of the country yeah, around cornell and cadet they're going to get to wired up with broadband and we'll hear more about that as we go along this morning but then uh, secretary Northey went over to Solhawk uh dairy outside of chippewa falls the hawkins dairy farm and uh, doug and denny accepted uh, him there and a lot of other farmers asking him questions talk about the program farmers saying they were Thankful for the CFAP program, how easy it was to get involved, and how fast the money came out. And talked to him about other things, that some tweaks in the program would help, In various programs would certainly help in the long run. As far as Darian, a very receptive listener he was. And again, uh, Bill Northey, a nice, nice man. He was the Ag Secretary in Iowa for a few years before he went out to uh, Washington, D.C. to take over as the undersecretary. That was a new position that Sonny Purdue created, the undersecretary for farm production and conservation, where they put uh, NRCS, FSA, uh, and others all under one heading. And so Mr. Northey takes care of that. So it was a good day yesterday. We'll hear about the, uh, the broadband expansion in a few minutes here after 5 o'clock we're going to talk to the officials up there in uh, in the Cornell area. Fran Ferseto is the director of the state director of the uh, rural development program in Wisconsin. That's a political appointee, but uh, the local people, uh, Russ Falkenberg from Chippewa Valley Electric and Dennis Bachman of Citizens Connected and uh, they formed Enterra and uh, Dennis Bachman will be the board president of Enterra, the group responsible for Getting everything wired up up there. We'll tell how big a program it is, how long it's going to take them and uh, all together, it's a four million dollar project. Three million coming from the federal government and uh, 1 million locally. So uh, hang in there up in that part of the country. You'll be wired up pretty soon. Hey, it's going to be a partly so we got a lot to talk about, a crop progress report coming up as far as ending stocks and maybe some surprise numbers there. Stocks not as big as we thought because China's buying an awful lot of stuff. So lots to talk about, uh, and an FFA chapter in our area. Have to call off one of the most unique fundraisers any chapter in the country has over at Pittsville. We'll talk about that, too. Thanks to COVID-19, they've had to call that off. So we got a busy morning here. Hopefully we can get her all done without Scott. That's <laughs> 55 right now. Wax 104.5. Hey, it is five o'clock. This is 104.5 FM. WAXXO Claire's morning news.
1: NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. The National Hurricane Center reports that Delta is now packing 120 mile per hour winds. Parts of the Gulf Coast could see life-threatening storm surge later today. The storm could bring almost 15 inches of rain in some areas from Friday through Saturday. Hurricane warnings are in place from parts of Texas to Louisiana. President Trump is criticizing Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer after federal law enforcement broke up a plot to kidnap her. On Twitter, Trump said Whitmer called him a white supremacist instead of saying thank you for the work that his Justice Department did. He added he doesn't tolerate any extreme violence. Trump said Whitmer has been a poor leader for Michigan and called on her to open up the state. President Trump is hoping to get back on the campaign trail after testing positive for coronavirus.
2: I
3: think I'm going to try doing a rally on Saturday night if we can, if we have enough time to put it together. But we want to do a rally in Florida, probably in Florida on Saturday night.
1: In an interview with Fox News, Trump said he's still not sure if it could be put together in time. He adds that he hopes to have an event in Pennsylvania, too. Both are key swing states for this election. President Trump's doctor said he should be able to return to public events on Saturday. Trump says he's feeling great, and he praised an antibody cocktail by Regeneron. More than 50 million people tuned in for the debate between Vice President Mike Pence and Democratic vice presidential nominee Kamala Harris on Wednesday night. Nielsen Media Research reports that's up 26 percent compared to the debate between Pence and Virginia Senator Tim Kaine four years ago. But the most viewed vice presidential debate of all time was between Biden and former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin in 2008 with at least 69 million viewers. And Boeing is flying back to business with Alaska Airlines. Reuters reports the two sides are working on a deal for 737 MAX jets and it's expected to include heavy discounts. The aerospace company got its first orders for MAX planes in August from a Polish charter airline. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
0: And I don't know, the most popular thing maybe to come out of that uh, debate between Kamala Harris and Vice President Mike Pence was the fly in Pence's hair that sat there for so long. And, of course, the Biden people jumped on it. They started making fly swatters (laughs) for the campaign with some Biden saying on it, you know, Biden for president or something. They're selling for $10 a piece, and I don't know how many thousand they made, but... They're sold out already, so I don't know where you can get a Biden water to commemorate <laughs> that debate between Pence and Harris, but uh, that's maybe the—we it. We haven't had many chuckles, have we, in this campaign. It is ruthless, it's brutal, it's name-calling, and it's not been fun. So when you get a any kind of a chuckle out of it, I think it's worthwhile. But again, if you want to buy one of those— Fly swatters, so it's getting to the end of the season for fly swatter needs around here, but uh, if you can find one, they're about $10 a piece.
4: You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com.
1: This promo for Wall to Wall Carpet One Spillabration event was supposed to be read by the new Carpet One spokesperson, but they couldn't get him up from his favorite spot on the floor. So, here goes. You can save up to 50% and take advantage of 18-month interest-free financing on select luxury vinyl, tile, and spill-resistant carpets now at Wall to Wall. This Don't Wait event ends November 22nd. Mm, I wonder what they're going to do with all those dog treats. 18 months free financing based on credit approval, minimum monthly payments, and you need to see store for details. Wall to
5: Wall carpet one eau claire smith funeral chapel serving families since 1956
3: if the signals are going at a railroad crossing don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks ever stop trains can't a message brought to you by the national highway traffic safety
0: administration
6: wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
0: Well, today is the day. Yeah, partly sunny, high right around 80 degrees. Could be a record-setting day. 81 is the record high for the day, so I expect some folks will see that. But then a cool front comes in overnight, and tomorrow it'll be highs in the upper 60s, but it will be sunny. And then 71 on Sunday with some partial sun. Monday it looks like a chance for some rain. Pretty good chance. High only 61 Then back to partly sunny conditions Tuesday and Wednesday. Highs in the low 60s, but get out and enjoy it. It might be the last warm day here in Wisconsin for a few months. 51 now in the Rice Lake. Medford's at 48. 51 in Marshfield. 50 in Wausau. La Crosse at 59. 50 in Green Bay and the Madison Sun Prairie area. Milwaukee at 53 this morning. 55 right now with some sunshine
1: expected today and a high about 80. Farm Markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
7: Rural Mutual
1: Insurance, keeping with
8: Here's what's playing now. Coco, Henchmen, Hocus Pocus, Infidel, The New Mutants, Save Yourselves, Scary Movie, Tenet, Unhinged, and The War with Grandpa. For theaters and showtimes, find them online at MyConCinemas.com. Experience movies the way they were meant to be at MyCon Cinemas.
6: Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin Way of Life. Wax one hundred four point five, and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Seven and a half minutes after five o'clock on this Friday morning at Wax Rural Mutual Insurance, bringing us our early morning markets. And let's take a look, shall we? The cash livestock trade here at the end of the week. We've got choice fed beef steers a dollar to a dollar six. The choice fed beef heifers a dollar to a dollar four and three quarters. Mixed steers and heifers trading seventy seven to a dollar. High choice Fed Holstein steers 88 to 95 with a select Holsteins of 60 to 88 cow market 42 to 52 and a half a top of 67 on the cows the bulls trading at 68 to 90 butcher hogs 30 and down sows 16 to 20 the boars five and down new crop market lambs a dollar 30 to a dollar 60 the old crop a dollar 30 to a 75 and the feeder lambs a dollar 25 to two fifteen. And taking a look at the uh, Mercantile Exchange livestock futures, cattle were lower, and the hogs were higher yesterday. We've got December cattle 11262. Excuse me, yeah, cattle were lower. December at 11262, down 47. February at 115 even. That's down 92. And April cattle down a $1 dollar at 11642. Feeder cattle for November 13645, down a dollar 42. January at 134.97 down a dollar 35, March feeders 134.62 down 142, April down 147 at 136.15. The lean hog carcass contracts were higher yesterday. October at 77.35 up 47 and a December at 66.85 up 227. The February hog contract 70.40 up 127 and in April They're at 74.32, and that was up 77. And on the Board of Trade, a little dip yesterday as uh, the traders are getting a little bit nervous about how high to take these markets. We'll have a major crop report. Ending stocks report, basically, is what's going to come out later on today. But uh, overnight, they did recover a little bit from the drops during the trade yesterday. December corn, 3 to 4 cents higher at 3.90. The oats up a penny at $2.94. December wheat up seven at six oh two. November soybeans up eight to nine cents at ten fifty-eight overnight. And soybean meal for December up two dollars and seventy cents a ton at three hundred sixty-two dollars and thirty cents. Barrel cheese up a half a cent to two dollars and one half cent a pound. The blocks two sixty-four and three quarters down a quarter. Butter down five and a half at $1.39 and a half. Class three prices were mixed yesterday. October was up 25 at 20.63, November down 6 at 19.30, December up 2 at 17.74, January unchanged at 16.97, February up 3 at 16.59, and the price is mostly unchanged out into 2021. So that's where we are as far as our markets are concerned. Weather, great today, sunny 80 degrees, so enjoy it. Probably the last warm day at least that warm until well i'd say next spring that's what seems like a long way away ten and a half minutes after five o'clock and uh, i found out from scott he didn't get our alfalfa program with dan undersander on monday so we'll do it coming up on wax
6: Make your Green Bay football parties complete by adding excitement and flavor to your food and drinks with Silver Spring Foods. Straight from the farm of Silver Spring Foods, bring home the horseradish of Lambeau Field. Look for Silver Spring horseradish in your local supermarkets to make your own Bloody berries. Visit silverspringfoods.com for more great recipes. For your Green Bay football parties, remember, give it zing with Silver Spring.
0: Silver Spring.
9: Silver Spring. Making food Silver Spring. Silver. Silver.
6: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Wisconsin Forage Specialist
7: Dan Undersanders again with us for another Next Grow Alfalfa update. It's that time of year when we're making decisions. We look at that alfalfa that's out there, and this week, the temperatures are mild, we don't have any rain, and it's mighty, mighty challenging to not go out and cut some alfalfa on a week like this. What should be in our decision-making process?
2: Well, the main thing that uh, we need to think about at this point is that we want to cut it late enough that we're not going to have more than six to eight inches of regrowth. And we've talked about this before. At this point, we can probably look at a... 10-day forecast and get a pretty good feel for what the weather is going to be like. If we're going to have temperatures in the 60-ish range or 70-ish particularly, that plant will regrow significantly, and if it stays below 60, we probably won't. So we could go ahead and cut, again, whenever we're going to have um, less than 200 growing degree days, uh, base uh, 41. The thing that we should think about, though, is do we really need or want to cut that alfalfa? Uh, Sometimes just because there's some height out there, uh, first off, some people think they need to cut it, which is wrong. Uh, Grasses Mm -hmm. we need to cut because they will lay down and form a mat and you will get snow mold, but alfalfa stands up and we have all seen it standing up through the snow So we do not need to cut the alfalfa. The only reason for cutting it is if we want the forage that that will give us for this year. And um, while we always want more, while we hate to leave alfalfa in the field, I think it's important to recognize that if we don't need it, we are increasing the probability of good health through the winter because we've got more ground cover to insulate Mm -hmm. that crown. And the other thing that we have seen over the years is that while we can take a fall cutting and with our good winter hardy varieties, we can get it to survive the winter about 80% of the time. uh, The fact is, is that it will generally yield a bit more if we don't harvest it. So uh, a portion of what we cut this fall will be lost yield next spring. And so for the reasons of uh, greater likelihood of winter survival, greater health in the spring, faster green up in the spring, if we don't have a a lot of grass, and by a lot I mean over 30% grass or grassy weeds in the stand, then that alfalfa will stand up. and, And the safest thing to do, is to leave it there and not cut it. The, uh, if we need mm-hmm. the hay, that's a different issue. But not many of us need hay this year in Wisconsin.
0: Thank you, Dan. Dan, understander. Again, good advice. Remember that alfalfa stands. It's the grass that will uh, tip over and smother. So again, take a look. If you need it, fine. If you don't, well, maybe you want to think about leaving it there. It's quarter after five at Wax. Fifty-five degrees on our way to about eighty today. Does learning a language feel like this?
8: No habla espanol? Hablo. It's hablo? Yes. It's hablo. <laughs>
10: Bom dia. Like, good, good day, good morning, I think.
1: I can say, je m'appelle David, but that's probably it.
10: When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind.
7: This year is my year to get fluent in Spanish, and Babbel is definitely going to help me do that. The app is so easy to use, and it's so
5: practical. and helps you learn things that you will actually need. Since so my husband is from Guadal- Amala. I'll apply what I've learned in Babbel to our real-life situations. I've
8: tried other language learning apps, and nothing really stuck. Babbel's been a complete game-changer for me.
11: Hoy es miércoles, y el clima está muy bueno afuera.
10: Estoy café de mañana.
9: Je suis des Etats-Unis, du
10: Now try Babbel for free. Just go to babbel.com to start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com.
12: Off-farm income helps make ends meet. But if you like helping farmers as well as you like farming, you don't have to go off-farm to earn additional income. I'm Shannon Latham. We're looking for people like you to join our team of Latham Seed Representatives. We offer flexible hours, agronomic support, and one of the largest, most diverse portfolios of technologies in this industry because we believe in providing the right seed field-by-field for local growing conditions.
4: Made for this? Let's talk business at 877-GO-LATHAM.
6: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We've
0: got 55 degrees. We've got 16 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, and uh, we're going to take a look at some farm news. Don't get coming up in just a few minutes. We're going to hear the story of a broadband expansion. Chippewa Valley Electric, Citizens Connected, up around the uh, the Cornell-y, around Cornell area and around Chippewa County, Cadott uh, around that country, going to get broadband. So uh, that's all coming up. Right here on Wax.
8: Farm news brought to you by Dummers Grain Service and Buck Country Grain.
0: And at Buck Country Grain uh, in uh, the uh, Holman area and at uh, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, corn delivered to the elevators today at 332, the soybeans at 992. Well, a big uh, report comes out from the USDA today, the ending stocks report. And uh, here, as we get to October, the scenario has changed dramatically from earlier, as, you know, they were talking 3 billion bushel corn surplus, corn stocks. But now it's going to be closer to $2 billion, the trade expects, when the USDA releases its uh, demand report and uh, the ending stocks. Looks like they're both going to be uh, cut for corn and soybeans. The USDA is expected to lower its estimate of U.S. ending corn stocks from just over 2.53 billion bushels down to 2.13 for 2020-2021. Dow Jones expects USDA to estimate the corn crop at 14.8 billion bushels and slightly lower yields of 177.6 bushels per acre. Corn exports are off to a strong start in the 2020-21 marketing year. 988 million bushels already on the books. That's up 154% from a year ago at this time, and nearly 40% of those sales have been to China, which is not a typical customer for U.S. corn at this time of the year and uh, the soybean story pretty much same thing they're gonna probably lower the stocks from 460 million in the last report down to 360 million bushels this time and if that's true that would be the lowest u.s ending soybean stocks in the last four years that report comes out about 11 o'clock this morning hey we're going north we're going up to uh cornell chippewa valley electric they've got some exciting things coming up that's next
5: where has the Pioneer audio tour taken me today? I'm in Coddington County, South Dakota. I'm walking with Pioneer farmer, Greg Willis. I'm here because Greg is dealing with some sort of fungal disease in his cornfield, and I'm going to identify it. I'm not a farmer and I don't have a degree in agronomy, but I do have the Pioneer seeds app and the Threat ID feature that comes with it. Uh, this is a new tool from Pioneer. All you have to do is take a photo of your crop. The image recognition technology will do the rest and it puts the expertise of Pioneer agronomists in the palm of your hand. Gonna take a pic here. And the results are in. Gray leaf spot. Hopefully that means something to you, Greg, because it's way beyond my pay scale. The Pioneer Seeds app. Another thing that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you.
8: The all-new Audible now gives you thousands of select audiobooks, podcasts, originals, and more. All included with membership. Try it for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com.
6: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: More development for rural Wisconsin. We're going to talk to some gentlemen that are involved in uh, some things going on in the uh, Chippewa County and areas north. Frank Frisetto is with us first, and Frank is the State Director for the uh, Rural Development, which, for those of you that have been around for a while, the Old Farmer's Home Administration. And, uh, Frank, what's been the emphasis uh, in this administration as far as rural development? I mean, we're talking uh, connectivity, we're talking rural health, rural hospitals. What's been going forward?
14: Right. Well, back in October of 2018, Secretary Purdue issued a report to the okay. president on uh, the interagency task force on agriculture and rural development. And 21 agencies met uh, in order to come up with roughly 100 recommendations on what we need to focus on from a strategic perspective to focus our financial resources in uh, the areas of uh, rural Wisconsin and rural America. And if you distill those recommendations down, what we came up with were five buckets that we are focused on uh, one of them is workforce, one of them is economic development, innovation and technology, and quality of life. And broadband was that one bucket that touched every single one of those areas. So that gave us our strategic direction two years ago on where we need to focus our resources. And that's why today it's exciting that we're going to have an announcement with the Antara and, by extension, Chippewa Valley Electric Co-op and Citizens Connected because we are meeting the mission of uh, providing broadband e-connectivity to uh, the areas of rural Wisconsin that clearly need it. And there are a lot of areas in rural Wisconsin
0: that clearly need it. This is just one, so how much of an effort going forward, and what is the plan for other areas like here around the uh, Cornell area
14: to get connected? Well, much of that is being directed by the local communities and the local businesses that are providing the service because, as you know, uh, density is a huge issue. And if it doesn't make economic sense, uh, it's hard for us to be able to say, hey, uh, can you get out there and help these communities? So it's really a partnership between us making sure we have the financial resources available, whether it's through loans or grants, in order to make a project viable,
0: As far as the grants or the loans, whatever they are, once they're okayed, so to speak, by uh, your agency, do you give them the money and back off, or do you follow the project uh, to make sure it's being done the the way it's supposed to be done?
14: Yeah, there's a due diligence and a validation that we go through just to make sure that the project, as applied for, is actually taking place. So we do that not only with our broadband, but we do that with our other programs as well. I mean, we have to be good stewards of the taxpayer dollars, and that is one aspect of it. Great program.
0: Frank, thank you very much. Thanks, Bob. All right, Frank Fercetto, USDA Rural Development Director. Now let's find out what's going on around the Cornell area here. We have with us Dennis Bachman, and Dennis is with the Citizens Connected, but uh, as the... uh, state director just said to dennis it's more than that now in the cornell area give us a background of what this project is all about okay this project basically is
11: through uh, intera which is a corporation that was started between chippewa valley electric and citizens connected and that and our goal is to bring broadband to rural unserved areas Um, as frank said there is economic benefits that when you design a plant, you know, can you justify it and pay it back? Because we're both member co-ops. We can't waste member money just like he can't waste taxpayer money. So through partnerships with the state grants and now the ReConnect program, we're able to build out into more rural areas that wouldn't justify unless you had some kind of support. So we're now hitting uh, areas east of Cornell, south of Cornell, north of Cadott, southwest of Cadott, west of Cornell, and then up by Sheldon area so we were hitting some different ones we applied through ReConnect uh... luckily we
0: got it and now we can bring broadband to more areas so so what's the timetable on this as we move forward Dennis how long before everybody in that area that you just talked about Cadott Cornell area is connected uh... totally connected uh... everyone
11: the areas that we got the grant will probably be within the next three to five years uh... we set out a schedule that we applied for Um, and it's time-consuming. The biggest issue we have right now is getting supplies. Fiber-optic cable, there's so much demand for it because the broadband uh, is getting harder to get. If we get our supplies like we did this year, uh, we accomplished our state grant in one year versus two years uh, thanks to COVID, so the contractors are needing some place to go.
0: And as far as uh, this area, it's uh, varied. We've got rivers, we've got forests we've got farm fields we got a lot of different topography how much of a challenge is that to get this done in that period of time it does it takes a good contractor Um, we've run into hard
11: granite rock we've run into like you said bluffs hills rivers crossing Um, it just takes time and engineering when we started uh, we knew what we were getting into or we thought we did
0: and uh, so far we've been successful how do you make sure you get to everybody I mean, you know, there are some places back there. I didn't know that place existed back in the woods. People being made aware of this are going to apply to get connected. Uh, you are got to connect everybody that you can find. How's it work? Yeah,
11: we've done that um, in the other areas that we did up around the Holcomb area, Sheldon, that area. Uh, we've gone with tax roll records to find out who owns property. We've gone out and done area site surveys, look to see if there's something there. We have been surprised where there's a lane going in. You thought it was maybe a hunting shack, and there's a nice home back in there. So, yeah, we, we find other things like that, and then when we find out, we make contact and make arrangements. So,
0: How big a grant, how big a project is this?
11: This is just over a $4 million project on this grant. so. And uh, it's underway now? No. This is the kickoff to it, and then it'll
0: be underway starting in 2021. So the partnership then, is it equal between uh, Chippewa Valley Electric and uh, Russ Falkenberg is with us from Chippewa Valley. And, and Russ, as far as uh, your organization and Citizens Connected, it's,
9: is it equal partnership? Yes, we're both equal partners in in Terra. Um, We've worked with Citizens Connected for many years, and this was just a great opportunity to to formalize something.
0: So is this a a separate cooperative, so to speak? What's the structure of it?
9: Yeah, it's not a cooperative. It's a separate entity, though, that is owned equally by Citizens Connected and Chippewa Valley Electric.
0: So both organizations will be represented on the board. I know Dennis is chairman of the board. That's correct.
9: Both organizations are equally represented, and then we also have one at-large member.
0: So what's been the reaction of the community at large around uh, the Kadat, Chippewa area,
9: Cornell, as far as we're going to get hooked up? Why aren't you here yet? That's the question we get every single day. What's taking so long? And it is incredibly labor-intensive and very capital-intensive, so we are very strategic in you know, how we proceed to make sure we can expand from the areas that we are already providing service to.
0: Now, Dennis said this is going to take uh, three to four years to get connected. Is this a year-round project, or do we shut down when it gets to be wintertime with the frost and all the other challenges we have? Well, it is a little
9: difficult to plow in the frost. So, yes, the underground construction is done during the, during the summer months up until freeze-up, but then there's a lot of splicing that can happen during the winter months, testing. So it's a year-round project, but the vast majority of the construction is done during the summer months.
0: And as far as the, uh, the consumers themselves, how is this going to work as far as uh, how they're charged? What kind of, uh, how broadband is it as far as
9: what they'll be able to connect to? It, it's an Internet connection. Our, our minimum speed is 50 megabit per second. Um, we go all the way up to a gig. It's all fiber. So the best thing is whatever you subscribe to, that's the speed you get day and night, 24-7. It's not shared with, with anybody else, and that's what separates us from the rest of the pack how many properties are you guys going to be connecting when this is all said and done well, as of today we 've just crossed the threshold for seven hundred, which is uh, we 're three years into our business and are we 're performing beyond the five year business plan projections um, so at seven hundred right now, and then you add to it this this grant, um, what are we at, Dennis, for a total between the two then It'd
0: be close to eleven hundred yep. or better, so when this is all done. The world is going to change for the folks around the uh, Kadat, Chippewa area. Yes, and for the
9: better, absolutely.
0: All right, so uh, good things going on with that $3 million federal grant, a million dollars of other money. Russ Falkenberg, Chippewa Valley Electric, Dennis Bachman of Citizens Connected. Dennis is going to be the board chairman of the new organization the two groups have combined called Entera to get the broadband in. And, of course, Frank Fercetto with the U.S. Rural Development Agency, the uh, state leader. Hey, we got some local news coming up. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota subcompact and compact tractors. Our reliable, number one-selling tractors are designed for easy operation and feature all the performance-matched attachments needed to tackle any job. Right now, get zero down at 0% APR for 84 months and save up to $1,700, plus no payments for 90 days. Now through October 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer.
12: See
7: the complete... We line at Chili Implement on County Highway Y in Chile. Call them at 715-683-2444.
6: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And
0: it is time to get some of our local news. As we said earlier, and as you're aware of by now, Scott's off. So uh, the lovely Morgan has decided that she would help us out this morning. Hey, you live in the rural area. Absolutely. Out, around Dunn County, rural Dunn County. Broadband, have you got it there where you're at?
10: Yes, we do, yep. We're in the rolling hills of Boyceville, Wisconsin, yeah. but we're pretty close to the school as well. So, so where helps. we are, yeah.
0: Can you yep. imagine being without it in this day and age?
10: Well, it's nice to know that the trajectory is moving forward for a lot of people yeah. because now it's becoming a necessity oh, more than a luxury. the kids going to school, yeah.
0: that's the necessity. Yep. So that's good news up there for uh, Kadat, Cornell, up in that part mm-hmm. of the world.
10: Well, what's going on locally? Well, we'll start on the state scene. Good morning. Well, here's what we're learning today. The gavel did drop, and all ballots in Wisconsin are due by the end of the day on Election Day, as a federal appeals court yesterday ruled that a Madison-based federal judge should not have said that absentee ballots that come in up to six days after would be counted. With 715 Newsroom coverage, we'll have a little bit more with John DeMaster, because if it stands, this latest action could actually make things a little bit easier at those polling places.
1: Reed Magny is public information officer with the Wisconsin Elections the Commission. The court's decision that got stayed would
2: have changed things. So we're back to status quo. Everybody's already trained on what to do normally. So if it changes again, then we'll look at communicating with them about what those changes are.
1: The seventh U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals on Thursday reversed an earlier ruling that would have allowed absentee ballots to be counted until November 9th, as long as they were postmarked by Election Day. Wisconsin Democrats and their allies are expected to appeal that ruling To the U.S. Supreme Court, I'm John DeMaster. There
10: will be at least one city that will have an option for drop-off as we go to Mustang Country. Voters of Menominee now have a ballot drop-off box. The city opened that yesterday. It's located right outside of City Hall. The idea is to give people who are voting absentee another way to get those ballots back before Election Day. Menominee Mayor Randy Knack says the box is under 24-hour surveillance and that voters can trust ballots that will be safe and counted once they turn them in. Moving away from the election and political scene and into public health, the same day that Wisconsin saw a record number of new positive coronavirus tests, the state also saw the death rate drop and the number of people declared recovered increase. So we'll look at all of those numbers. They're all important. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday said there were over 3,200 positive tests. That is the most in one day ever. However, there were also over 24,000 negative tests. And DHS also reported that Wisconsin's coronavirus death rate is down to 1%. Over 113,000 people here in our state have been declared recovered from the virus. If we're going to go all the way back to March, that number is 141,000 people who have tested positive. Switching gears, the plot to kidnap and kill Michigan's governor has ties to Wisconsin. Federal prosecutors yesterday unveiled indictments against six men who planned to snatch Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and killed her, and those men trained for that mission in Cambria, Wisconsin, in July. <laughs> now, Cambria is in Columbia County, kind of the middle part of the state. The FBI was in on the plot and arrested the six before they could carry out the plan, and it was actually some undercover agents from here in Wisconsin that helped investigate and break up that plot. And if you happen to see some of the the VP debate, it wasn't necessarily the candidates that the most buzz was about. And now if you want to hop on that bandwagon, get ready for Halloween.
1: The company Three Wishes is now selling a Mike Pence wig, complete with the fly that distracted viewers for almost two minutes. The fly sat on top of Pence's head while he was debating Senator Kamala Harris on Wednesday and took the Internet by storm. Jokes and comments about the fly flooded the Internet, causing the fly to quickly start trending on Twitter. The company says it's perfect for when being a fly on the wall just won't do. Yes. The debate flywig combo goes for about fifty bucks. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. There's
10: also a fly swatter that's been produced that says "Truth over Flies" on the swat. <laughs> put that out, ten bucks a piece. Not a bad way yeah. to raise money. We're going to need them for the Asian beetles around well, here more that, than the flies at sure. this time of year. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, well, from the seven one five newsroom, I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date on Wax one hundred four point five.
0: Oh, thank you, Morgan. As we take a look at our news, let's take a look at our wedding because I think you are going to like it. Kelly Slifka back over at Skywarn thirteen. You were off all week. I thought for sure you'd be gone on a day that's going to be like this. Whoops. Maybe he is gone. (laughs) Maybe he's still on vacation. I don't know. But, uh, again, Kelly Slifka's forecast uh, does call for a partly sunny day today and a high about 80. Forecast uh, calls for about 80. The record is 81. So we will see. Maybe Kelly's out riding his bike already this morning, taking a break. But uh, then it'll cool off. Sixty seven with some sun on Saturday, partly cloudy, partly sunny on Sunday, whatever you want to call it. Seventy one. Rain on Monday. Looks pretty good chance of rain, about sixty-one. Then back to partly sunny on Tuesday and Wednesday. We're looking for oh about sixty-two for the high those two days. As we look at our weather on Wax on a Friday morning brought to you by the North Side Elevator Loyal. Hello,
11: this is Jessica from Northside Elevator in Loyal. As a dairy calf consultant, I'm passionate about helping every dairy succeed, beginning with the future of your herd, your calves. I work alongside farmers and calf managers to design nutrition programs and offer management concepts that give every calf the greatest advantage right from the start. At Northside, we understand calf needs and have the resources for your success. Learn more at northsideelevator.com.
2: Patty Shockner is a doer, not a talker. Hi, I'm Eric Johnson, former Republican district attorney in St. Croix and Pierce counties for over 30 years. I'm endorsing Patty for state senate because I've seen her medical examiner work ethic firsthand. Patty and I collaborated to find solutions for the addiction and mental health crisis here in western Wisconsin. In the senate, Patty kept fighting for mental health care resources that would support our law enforcement officers. Join me in voting to reelect Patty Shockner for state senate on November 3rd.
1: Paid for by Patty for Senate.
6: Tough as a Northland, with quality materials and custom-made plans. Northland Buildings. Great styles and colors, designs of all forms. You're safe and secure, come snow and the storms. Protect all you
14: own, farm, business, or home.
0: be here soon, and if you need a post-frame building, now's the time to get your site ready. Northland Buildings have a 50-year snow load warranty for your peace of mind, and they build all year long. Need an agricultural building, garage, or storage building? Well, their friendly, experienced sales reps will help you from start to finish. Call 800-736-4510 or go to NorthlandBuildings.com. Northland has been building the Midwest since 1994. Get a quality building at a fair price. Build tough for the Northland. Northland
5: Building!
6: Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: 22 minutes before 6 o'clock on a Friday morning here at Wax. Bob Bostell with you. Glad to have you along. Looking for maybe a record-setting day of high temperatures. Be partly sunny. and going to be right around 80, and the record's 81. Well, another, we've talked about so many cancellations and postponements, and it's just frustrating, isn't it? And this is one that I uh, really is been creative over the years the only one of its kind among ffa chapters across the country won't happen this year because of the covid 19 pandemic the pittsville ffa and you know where they're at over in central wisconsin right in the middle of all the cranberry bogs the pittsville ffa has run their splash of red cranberry tours for the past 18 years and this year they've had to cancel those tours because of the pandemic bus tours organized and run by the ffa students and again they've uh, ffa advisors over there uh, bill and now Lindsay have uh, had the students really involved in this because they've got to teach so the students run these things they go out in the morning and uh, go to the bogs have lunch for you explain the whole process and people i've uh, talked to groups have put together tours to go over there and do that and they've all enjoyed it and Boy, wouldn't it have been a beautiful day to do that today? Partly sunny, eighty sunshine, or colored trees. Wow! But the bus tours, organized and run by FFA students at Pittsville, have been their major fundraiser. They don't have a, you know, a cheese sale or a fruit sale because they've taken people to the bogs to show how cranberries are grown and harvested. But FFA advisor Lindsay Meisner now says they do plan to bring the tours back in 2021. So an unfortunate uh, again casualty of the uh, COVID-19 gra- the nineteen pandemic. No cranberry tours this year with the Pittsville FFA. Dad, what
9: does Wheat and
12: Grain do?
1: We do it all, Cameron. Here at Wheat and Grain, we're a full-service grain elevator. We offer very competitive drying, storage, and many different types of contracts for corn and soybeans. We understand that every penny counts, and we do our best to pay our customers top dollar for their commodities. We also understand when the combines are not rolling, it costs our customers time and money. We offer on-farm pickup. If they need a truck, we take them one. Check us out
6: at wheatandgrain.com.
2: Wheat and Grain is our name, and bushels are our game.
6: Keep it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And at Wheat and Grain, they've got the, the corn at Chippewa location, the Chippewa Falls site out in the town of Wheaton. The corn today is 3.36. The soybeans at 10.06. At the Connersville location, corn is 3.36. The soybeans at 9.96. Again, wheat and grain, and again, that's uh, the, their prices for the cash markets today. We've got markets. Brent's going to join us too. Efficiency is critical for your farming or dairy operation. So, extending the life of your equipment, walls, flooring, and machinery by adding plastic liners installed by Osseoplastics and Supply only makes sense. Plastic liners wear longer than steel and they clean up fast. The call to Osseo Plastics will save you valuable downtime and lower repair costs for years to come. Make the smart choice and call Osseo Plastics and Supply. Have them help you become more efficient with your money and time with plastic liners and resurfaced equipment and flooring from Osseo Plastics and Supply.
8: Pioneer will take you on a behind-the-scenes journey to learn about the places that make Pioneer, Pioneer, a disease nursery farmer's fields, a seed treatment building, local fields across the country, and more. This is the Pioneer Audio Tour. Stay tuned.
12: Hey Buster. Excuse me. Hey
2: Buster. Easy now. Hey Buster. All right, that's it. No, Hey Buster. One word. Hey Buster equipment is designed to process, grind, and mix even the most unsavory bales into the feed your cattle need. We pioneered an industry to help ranchers and dairy farmers save time, save hay, and save money. I'm listening. Well, I just told you. If you want more specifics, go to haybuster.com or find your nearest
0: dealer.
6: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Yeah, hey, we do have markets to get to, but uh, yesterday you heard uh, earlier talking with the folks at the Chippewa Valley Electric and Citizens Connected. Well, making that announcement, a $3 million grant to the group, Under Secretary of Agriculture Bill Northey, who came from Washington, D.C., to do that yesterday morning, Northey, a farmer himself from western Iowa, made that announcement. He also visited farmers, as we said, out at Soul Hawk Dairy, the Hawkins Dairy Farm out uh, just out west of Chippewa Falls. And he also announced that sign-up will begin next week, October 13th, for the Dairy Margin Protection Program for 2021. Of course, that program offers dairy farmers protection when the difference between the all-milk price and the average feed price, the margin, falls below a certain dollar amount. About 30% of the dairies that sign up for DMC are from Wisconsin. But uh, last year at the end, everybody thought the milk price was going to be good and strong this year. A lot of them didn't sign up. And, uh, well, we know what happened with the pandemic. But sign up will run through December 11th at County Farm Service Agency offices. But, again, DMC sign up for 2021 begins uh, next week. It will begin on October 13th cub cadet x-series snowblowers have the power and performance you
12: need to take on winter and win and now you can get 100 off units 899 and up offer valid through november 3rd seize this season with thoughtful design a versatile set of features and the confidence to handle even the harshest conditions whatever your extreme is cub cadet x-series snowblowers are designed for performance Orient into your locally owned cub cadet dealer bearaboo implement company at rice lake wisconsin st croix falls wisconsin for exceptional offers expert advice and
6: superior service agriculture it's a wisconsin way of life wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
0: and in the coming days we will hear from bill north the undersecretary of agriculture a farmer from western iowa we did have a chance to uh, step aside and visit with him for a few minutes so we'll get his thoughts on uh, where we're going in these programs cfap programs dairy margin uh, and other programs as well but uh That'll be coming up. Right now, coming up is market. Let's go to the uh, Equity L Tuna Bar and see what happened yesterday. Here's Jim Lindsay. High-yielding
13: choice and prime Holstein steers, 87 to 92. Choice Holstein steers, 82 to 86. Select underfinished heavyweights heavyweight steers and heifers, 82 and down. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 90 to 96. Top 20% of the cold cows sold from 53 to 60. For the top is 62. 60% of the cows sold from 38 to 52. Bottom 20% of the cows sold from 38 and down. 12 bulls sold from 76 to 88 thin, full horned bulls weighing over a ton all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound upholsting bull calves sold from 50 to $125 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from 75 to $200 per head with a top of 240 Just a quick reminder, our next special feeder sale is today, October 9th at noon. We have a lot of good new crop beef calves as well as a good assortment of Holstein feeders ranging from four to 900 pounds. If you'd like consigning a cattle for upcoming sales or like an on-farm visit, feel free to call the market at seven one five eight three five three one zero four. Early consignments are always appreciated. This is been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day.
0: All right, Jim, you have a great day, too. Jim Lindsay over there at the Equity Altoona Barn. Let's get over to the uh, Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald with us on a Friday morning. Good morning, Good morning, Jerry.
3: Well, Bob, and a good morning to you, and, well, I tell you, there's nothing I can say this morning that's going to top that weather forecast, so, wow, huh?
0: Boy, I guess so, about 80 degrees, partly sunny, should be a nice one. You got to have the baler out today? Well, no, uh, haymaking is pretty much done for the well, year, at Nobody least. got a late
3: cut in, huh? Uh, well, we did that, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, I think oh, we good. finished.
0: Oh, good, good, well, that's good to hear. Well, wrap up the week for us over there at Stratford.
3: I'll do that, Bob, thank you, and a good morning to everyone. A summary from uh, yesterday, Thursday, and this past week here at Equity Stratford. On the market cow auction on yesterday's sale, uh, the high-yielding fleshy cows were selling from 55 to 63.5. Uh, most of the cows uh, all week, uh, your average dairy cows, are selling from 42 to 54. Thin cows, light carcass cows, below 42. On the bull trade this week, better-quality bulls are mostly from 75 to 85, lighter bulls 75 and below. On the Fed cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers uh, selling mostly from uh, 83 to 93. I-yielding choice and strictly prime grade steers 93 to 96. Uh, select grading cattle and big heavy overfinished cattle uh, 80 and back. On the calf market, the mostly steady trend uh, on the calves. Uh, the better quality 92 to 130 pound Holstein bull calves from 60 to 130. Uh, fancy bull calves topping from one thirty to one forty Heifer calves mostly from uh, forty dollars and down on fairly limited demand beef calves continue to be in good demand a better quality beef calves mostly from a dollar to two twenty and we did sell those fancy ones up to two forty and uh, next week uh, full marketing week again on Tapio at equity Stratford of course Monday auction does start at nine thirty a m with market cattle fed and fed cattle and baby calves on monday Tuesday uh, next will be next tuesday that's a ten o'clock start time for our for our hay sale That I say hay. Hey, i meant hay sale next tuesday uh... that's uh... at ten a.m. on tuesday and also uh... don't forget our next feeder cattle sale that will be next wednesday uh... that'll be a noontime start on those feeder cattle our next dairy sale in stratford here will be tuesday october twentieth and we do have a consignment of uh, 40 top-quality bred heifers, all from one owner. So if you folks are looking for some top-quality springing heifers, uh, mark Tuesday, October 20th on your calendar for that. And again, additional information uh, on this and other uh, activities here at Stratford on our website. Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page, or you can call us at 715-687-4101. So, Bob, we're going to go out and enjoy this day. A lot of stuff on the schedule for today, so uh, enjoy the day, and then...
0: Well, it's not
3: going
0: to cool off it's just a whole lot. Well, you know, it'll still be in the 60s, not a problem. Next week, uh, 62. A little rain on Monday, but uh, otherwise, not bad. Harvesting can continue without much of a hiccup, that's for sure. Hey, have a great weekend. You too, Bob, and I thank you, and we'll talk to you guys next week. We'll be here at Jerry Fitzgerald's The Equity Stratford Sale Barn.
4: You know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems. And that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's. And we're ready to help you make your way. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com.
6: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And
0: the rest of our markets overnight. The uh, corn market jumped a little higher up three to four cents at 390 a down day yesterday. The oats up one at 294. December wheat up seven at six oh two. Beans up eight to nine cents at ten fifty-eight. Soybean meal for December up three seventy at up two seventy a ton at three hundred sixty-two dollars and thirty cents. Now at the uh, country elevators, Dimmers Grain Service Holman, Buck Country Grain and Arcadia, corn at those elevators today, three thirty-two. Soybeans at nine ninety-two. At Wheat and Grain Service, Custer Farms, at the chipwell location out in the town of Wheat and Corn, 336. Soybeans at 1006 and at the Connorsville location, corn 336, the beans at 996. On our DTN screen, corn at uh, Golden Plump 361, at uh, Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo 340, with the beans at 994, Elk Mound 338 and 1003, Sparta 342 on the corn, 990 on the beans. Over at Ellsworth, the corn's 332, the beans at 994, Boyceville. 348 on the corn at the ethanol plant. There, Stanley 333 The the Richmond grain facility. 327, barrel cheese up a half at two dollars 5 The blocks down a quarter at 264 and three quarters. Butter down five and a half to 139 and a half. Class three, October up 25 at 2063 November down six at 1930. December up two at 1774. January unchanged 1697. February up three at 1650. That's the way the markets look this morning here on Wax. Countryside Cooperative. Creative solutions. Exceptional value.
7: As you harvest this year's crop, you should be thinking about soil preparations for next season. Countryside Cooperative's agronomists are assessing and replenishing soil fertility levels so you're all set to go when it's time to plant next spring. Soil compaction should also be considered to give your crops that head start for next season. Before starting fall tillage, check the compaction depth to assist in determining the proper tillage tool to use for your soil's conditions. Know the accurate tillage depth and space needed to loosen the soil and be ready for the spring. The prep work for your 2021 seedbed starts now. Talk with your countryside agronomist today about a more personalized approach for your operation. Contact Countryside Cooperative by calling or visiting countrysidecoop.com The harvest
0: continues. What a week to be in the fields. Friday morning, Brent Wink joins us on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program. And Brent, it was one of those weeks where, boy, the wheels were turning and hopefully you weren't one of those guys that had to spend too much time in the shop twisting wrenches to get the equipment operating because it was a week of really going forward.
12: Wow, this was a beautiful week you dialed up. If you can uh, somehow continue that for the next week or two, but that soybean harvest, I have never seen a pace like we like we saw this past week. I know a lot of uh, growers were talking about some of the lines at some of the terminals got extremely long, but a lot of people getting soybean yields off, and that was just a, great week to see like you were talking off air before we started here you know it certainly should be helping with the dry down on this corn as well so beautiful week to see and we're I'm starting to kind of see some of the yield results roll across my desk from our answer plots we've had especially the Dakotas a little further south um, that was harvested maybe the week prior starting to see some of those yields roll in. Uh, the one thing i am seeing is a nice trend line over last year it's really starting to show soybean yields and corn yields of the plots we've taken off has has had about a 10 to 15 percent increase over prior year in a lot of these plots so it's still a little too early to kind of start predicting what some of the better varieties are so next week maybe i'll have enough plots where i can kind of see a trend line with certain varieties and hybrids with the corn and soybeans but you know on the soybean side we got the extend flex soybean trait that got approved uh last week so we are able to sell that they still need to get the approval for the application of the herbicide over the top but the, the trade itself was approved so that gives us a new lineup for the soybeans so that'll be a another piece that we're able to use. So
0: What does that trait uh, mean, Brent? What is that as far as producers growers that kind of bean?
12: Yeah, so the extend extend flex trait, we've had extend soybeans and those soybeans were resistant to the herbicide dicamba and they also had uh, roundup resistance in it. The extend flex, they just added another herbicide to that mix. It's the active ingredient in the product called Liberty so these soybeans will have uh, tolerance to Liberty, to Roundup and to Dicamba. So it gives the growers three different herbicides that they can use in their program for kind of controlling some of the ragweed or some of the hemp or some of these weeds that have uh, developed resistance or became harder to kill. So it just is, is another option for growers um, with with that soybean trait. So that that's kind of good news uh, for the market. Definitely gives us options, along with the enlist soybeans that have been registered for the last couple of years, and just the traditional uh, rounder pretty soybeans. So, the other thing I, I'm I'm kind of seeing a lot of and talking with growers Bob this fall is uh, a chance to maybe kind of undo some of the sins from last year. A lot of guys are getting the opportunity to go out and do some ripping or inline ripping out on these soils. Uh, Unverfirth or these different companies with these inline rippers. We've got a nice dry fall and those things work really well to kind of break up any compaction or hard pan layers that we've got from a fall like last year when we were out in these fields and it was too wet and we really compressed and compacted those soils. So definitely uh, urging growers to try and take advantage of that if they know they got some wet spots or some really rough Headlands that got compacted last year with uh, corn silage harvest or any of that, to maybe take an opportunity this fall to go out there and try and and uh, take out those compaction layers with an inline ripper with uh, with some other
0: tool that can do that. So, and again, Brent Wink with us on a Friday morning. Thanks, Brent, as we uh, again opportunity to do things this fall we haven't done before. Well, 80 degrees, partly sunny. Should be a nice Friday.
10: What's one